Hey, Monday, July 12th at 7 p.m., we have the Ted Jones Comedy Show at the Stand Comedy Club and Restaurant in Union Square at 116 East 16th Street. We have six amazing comics ready to come and give it to you. Ashley Hamilton, Emily Wilson, Natalie Cuomo, Napoleon Emil, Tom McCaffrey, Julio Gallerati, and of course, I will be there, your host, Ted Jones. Link for tickets is in my Instagram bio, Ted Jones World. If you were at the last show at the stand, you'll know that we sold out. So get your tickets quick, guys. All right, let's get on to the episode. Guys, get to that show. It's going to be phenomenal. I literally cannot wait ted jones world what the heck is up guys last episode we had an amazing guest fifth time on the podcast julio gallerati julio thanks for stopping by bro we talked tennis ncaa and a lot of cool interesting stuff not really like comedy related even though like i would consider him a funny guy for sure but we just talked about life and a little bit of ish going on in the world. What is up, guys? Buen dia. Hi. Buen dia in Spanish, meaning good day. But let's uh, let's get to it. A lot of things happening directly right now. Uh, we have the vegan hot dog eating contest happening in a few hours. So recording this one a little bit early, but tomorrow, July 6th, it will be live on YouTube. We have a few competitors and I don't know who's going to win. I just gave off the hot dogs to last year's winner, Walker Morrison, down in his car. And it's going to be a battle. 10, <laughs> 10 minutes, all you can eat vegan hot dogs. So check the Ted Jones World YouTube. Hopefully you're watching this on YouTube right now. What up? You see me? I'm actually going raw today. Uh, a little bit inappropriate saying it like that, but no headphones. I did no headphones the other day with Julio, and I liked it. I, I don't really need to hear myself talking so much. You know, I hear myself talking all the time anyway. So I wanted to start this off with the show that I've been watching. I told you guys last week that I was watching the show on Netflix called Too Hot to Handle. You know, it's a good show for sure. And it basically, if you didn't listen to the last episode, it's about these like 10 people. They're put on an island in a sick house and they're just not supposed to be any consensual form of touching. No sex, no kissing, no nothing. And each time it happens, if the like, if the Alexa the Alexa thing says that they can't touch each other or have sex. They get like a deduction off of their, the total amount of money that they'll win. So I'm still in the middle of watching that good show, but I've realized that I can't really enjoy a show if I'm watching my phone the entire time. You know, it's definitely hard to have your cell phone in your hand and have all the distractions on it while trying to watch TV. So I got bored of the show for like an app, an episode. And then I actually watched it more and I thought it was just better, you know, when I, <laughs> when I wasn't distracted by it, but guys, Wimbledon going on. And I think Novak Djokovic is going to take it. I don't know how many of you are tennis fans, but tennis fun sport. And just in general, tennis, is a grueling fitness. Like being in tennis shape is just a different type of beast. And I think it's the same for all sports. You really have to learn how to sprint or rather practicing sprinting in between, like even for soccer, basketball, football, or whatever, just going at the same pace while it's good for your health. I'm sure just to get that heart beaten and such, it's really 
difficult when you start adding sprinting to the mix because like you're definitely not recovering as fast as you'd like so guys we have um a few things going on now in between now when i'm recording and when we post this episode which is monday july 5th july 4th let me know what the heck you guys did this past weekend ted jones world at gmail.com i haven't had uh, really any ideas for what i'm going to do hopefully i'll do something fun but i'm going to goldberg's bagels if you guys have ever had a goldberg's bagels in long island or the hamptons rather you'll know that it's like the best bagel. So I'm actually shooting a vlog with Amanda Goldberg, who's one of the owners of Goldberg's Bagels. She's going to be taking me around and see the madness that was this past weekend, the 4th of July. That'll be a super fun vlog. I'm excited to do, to do that. I'm meeting her very early in the morning. We're going to see the bagel making process, see how crazy the line gets. Like no joke. Sometimes when I go to Goldberg's, if I don't sneak in the back, you know, when Amanda's there or whatever, those the line for the bagels is like at least 30 minutes but they whip it out they go super fast and it's never really an issue you know everybody gets what they need and uh, Goldberg's Bagels, though, if you guys have not had it, they have, like, no joke, 16 locations in New Jersey, Long Island, and the Hamptons. So when you guys go out to Long Island, make sure you check out Goldberg's Bagels because that is the best bagel you can literally have. So I touched on Britney Spears and her conservatorship issue that she was having with her father and then I guess with the rest of her family last time. But the judge denied her motion, meaning that her father is still the conservator of all of her assets and everything in general. What is going on with Brittany that a judge would keep her under supervision of, you know, of her father? I don't really understand that. Like the past 13 years, it seemed like she's been miserable. It seems like she's gotten crazier by the year. I mean, maybe she had mental health issues before this, the start of the 13 year conservatorship. I barely even know how to say that goddamn word conservatorship. I think it's something like that. Yeah. It's something like that, but it's crazy to pull back the curtain and see how her family's been involved. Even like Kevin Federline, I think spoke out against her and saying that she's not mentally stable, but what happened to this girl? Brittany was so calm, cool and collected. And the only thing I really remember in terms of her going crazy was like shaving her head and bashing in that window with an umbrella she had. I guess that was after like, after um, she shaved her head. She like bashed in a window with an umbrella of like a paparazzi that was following her. But I do that shit too. The paparazzi just really doesn't care about your peace and privacy. I mean, from what I've seen, like even scrolling IG today, I couldn't even help but see that Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber are on a vacation in Greece. We're seeing pictures of them at Greek restaurants. And now that I'm speaking about it, you definitely have, you know, S-I-R-I listening to me and they're going to show me more pictures, which I don't need to see. I don't need to see a picture of their backs 400 feet away in, in Greece, whatever. And then they're on the boat in their swimsuits. Give these guys a break, for real. Everybody deserves a little peace and quiet. We got to figure out some more laws for the paparazzi because they could just go as crazy as they want, like waiting in front of Justin Bieber's house just to take a picture. And then that just like gives up the little bit of privacy that they have. You know what I'm saying? So that's not good. We need to figure out paparazzi and paparazzi laws because you're making these people go 
Crazy. So NCAA talk, National College Administration Association, whatever the hell it stands for, it doesn't even matter. But NCAA college sports just agreed to allow to have uh, athletes be paid for their likeness and appearance and whatever that means. So Reggie Bush, I'm not sure if you guys remember who this is, but he was a halfback for the USC Trojans back a number of years ago. It was like in uh, 2004, around then. So he had to actually give back his Heisman Trophy that he won because he took 3000 under the table while USC made millions of dollars off of his success. So this is from Joe uh, Pompliano. He wrote, Reggie Bush, es- Reggie Bush estimated made between 4 and $6 million annually if he were to be under these new rules. So... Definitely time to give Reggie Bush back his Heisman Trophy. That just, like, isn't fair from the beginning. I mean, NCAA has been profiting off athletes for how many years since they've been around and not giving them any money and just speaking to the fact that, oh, yeah, we're going to give you a free education. So you playing college sports and us making millions of dollars off you, you know, it's equal when it's not equal, you know, like getting a $40,000 education versus what Reggie Bush should have been making four to $6 million a year. Doesn't cut it. And him taking 300 K underneath the table. I mean, he got so much backlash initially. And then so many college athletes in the past have gotten backlash from taking money from coaches, taking it from sponsors, boosters, whatever. Hopefully this will clear the air. I imagine it's going to take a number of months to potentially years to figure out and hash out how they're going to delineate who gets paid what. But hopefully, I mean, these guys who are five-star blue chip athletes get paid a good amount of money. So they're not just skipping after one year in school. That'll also make watching college sports better. Don't you think instead of seeing like a Zion Williamson play one year at Duke, not even like a full year. I mean, he got injured, you know, like halfway through the season. So instead of seeing a Zion Williamson who ended up being the number one pick in the NBA draft to the New Orleans Pelicans, instead of seeing him play for one year, maybe he'll stick around for two or three. I mean, if he's getting paid serious money, he has some time to develop his game where all he's focusing on is basketball. Yeah. School's going to get in the way, obviously, but I think this is going to be a good move. NCAA doing the right thing by finally paying these players. And I don't know if it was like the NCAA just in general that decided they were going to pay players. I think that it actually went to the court of law and the higher courts were like, all right, you got to pay these guys. It's getting screwed up here. It doesn't really make much sense that you're making billions of dollars off these athletes. And the only thing they're getting is a free education. Like when I went to UConn and we won the national championship in basketball for men, freshman and my senior year, the senior year, there was a player on the team. I'm not sure exactly where he is in the NBA now, or if he's in another league, but Shabazz Napier, who was playing for the Portland trailblazers for a couple of years, he was quoted as saying after he, they won the national championship that he would sometimes go to bed hungry, meaning this kid didn't even have enough food to fill his stomach. And UConn was making hundreds of millions of dollars off the likeness from these players, but these guys could only get a free education and they were hungry. Are you kidding? Like these guys didn't even have enough food to eat. There's plenty of money to go around. Just in general, finally, the NCAA starting to make real world moves here in 
2021. I want to talk about something that was like a little bit personal to me. My sister saw my ex-girlfriend on the street the other day, not even on the street, rather, saw her on the street, and then they both were working at the same job. So my sister works at this company, and my ex-girlfriend was a model. They both saw each other. They didn't know that they were going to be running into each other. And the last like four conversations I've had with my ex-girlfriend, I've initiated the conversation. Like, granted, I broke up with her, but this is like two years ago. I figured that like we'd be a little bit tighter now. She has a boyfriend, a very serious boyfriend. So I thought she would text me and be like, oh, I just saw your sister. But my sister ended up telling me and I never got the text from my ex-girlfriend. I mean, I guess I wasn't expecting it. Maybe I should feel like well, she's moved on, so maybe she shouldn't be reaching out to her ex-boyfriend or something like that. But like, we stayed friends. It was fine. But maybe she's just still upset that I use her mother's Amazon Prime TV account. But whatever, that's uh, neither here nor there. I hope all my ex-girlfriends are great. (laughs) And today... I was at Starbucks and I was wearing the Ted Jones World podcast hat here that I have on. And one of the baristas or cashiers behind the desk was like, oh, like, what's your podcast about? And I was like, well, it's about failed dates, failed relationships, past drug addictions and stuff going on in the world, which I'm sure if you guys have listened in the past, you'll know that that's exactly what we talk about. I get on here once a week and just chop it up by myself or rather I talk to you guys and I just want to know what y'all are thinking. Hit me up, tedjonesworld at gmail.com, tedjonesworld on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you guys. We do actually have like a listener comment um, in the DM. So I'll get to that in a few minutes when I just break down these other topics that we have here. But, um, yeah, it's a conversation between you and I once a week. And then, uh, we get a guest on the podcast rather, uh, once a week as well. A little bit different for me today. I've never done an episode without headphones on. And I kind of like it, even though the AC is blasting here in the studio, it's nice to just hear myself talking and not really get an echo or whatever. But I've been having issues in this studio slash apartment here. You guys tell me if you've had the same issue too, but like not having central AC, I'm just realizing is more and more of a jam, you know, like having an AC go eight hours throughout the night, that's going to be super expensive. And then just having a fan in the bedroom, it doesn't really keep it super cool. So I've been sleeping without the comforter. I got to figure out how to change. And then leading to, and now I'm going to have to change my sheets like once a week now during summer. I always remember summer being super fun. My parents paying for day camp. I'd have day camp in the morning from like 8.30 to 12.30. And then I'd play tennis, no joke, from like 1 p.m. to 7 p.m., And that was a blast being outside all day, playing sports, hanging out with kids my age. But like now that I'm an adult or young adult, rather, I'll say summer kind of stinks. It's uncomfortable outside, but like winter in New York isn't the greatest either. I think like September and October being amongst the best months to be in New York, I guess I'll say like what, like May and early June. So like being in New York, there's probably three and a half, four months where the weather is ideal and nice, where you can just wear like a little windbreaker, maybe you throw on the shorts, but it's a little, a little cold outside. But now it's getting freaking hot in NYC and anywhere else really that you go in the country, it's going to be hot right now. 
I would think that maybe if you go maybe a little bit more north, like in New Hampshire or something, it would get uh, warmer. But to be told, we'll see if I ever make it up to New Hampshire. Actually, we were talking with uh, Giulio Gallerati last episode, or not on the episode, just like right after, about how we might be going to the International Tennis Hall of Fame for this grass court tournament in Newport. But it's like four hours away, so I don't know if we're going to be able to make that day trip but i'd love to go and then the u.s open this year hopefully they'll have fans at 100 percent capacity i'd love to go in the past i've been a player guest a few times hanging out in that player's lounge when it gets too hot also drinking some of those honey deuces getting my sip on u.s open always fun but like i feel like in general there was always something to look forward to in summer you know what i mean whether that was like a big trip Oh, you'd hang out with your friends. You have more free time. But like this summer, working a lot, doing comedy on the weekends during the week too, obviously. But like not as much free time as I would have remembered. And the thing I'm harping on is like it's been super hot in New York. It was 98 degrees the other day. It hit 99 in Central Park. But on my phone, it said 98 degrees here. But I think the ideal weather in New York has got to be like... Guys, what do you think? Like 65 to 80. Like anything hotter than 80 degrees is just going to get super humid. And you don't really want to deal with that in New York City. But we have two Ted Jones comedy shows coming up. I said it on the top of the episode. Monday, July 12th, 7 p.m. Six amazing comics. Guys, check the link in my bio. Get tickets before they sell out. Last show we had at the stand sold out. So it's, um, it's likely to be sold out again. So make sure you get tickets before uh, they are all gone. And then Friday night, this is going to be a fun, a very fun show. Friday night, 9.30 p.m., July 23rd, getting on here, letting you guys know early before uh, the madness ensues. We have eight comics that particular pick, particular night and that's going to be a blast too so i can't wait for these two upcoming shows we don't have anything scheduled right now in terms of ticketed events but i'll likely be doing a a couple free comedy shows this july so i'll let you guys know about that but stay posted on what the heck is going on in terms of ted jones world follow me on instagram ted jones world guys if you have a second which uh given that you're listening to this pod right now, rate the podcast, give us five stars. We appreciate it. Tell your friends about the pod. Let us know how funny we are over here, okay? Yeah. Okay, guys, seriously, everybody be serious. I'm super excited for this hot dog eating contest that's happening in a couple of hours, but you're listening to this right now and it already happened, so the winner has been decided and we will be posting the episode tomorrow, Tuesday, July Fifth, It's on the Ted Jones YouTube channel. So if you're listening to this right now and Monday, July 5th has passed, take a look at the uh, hot dog eating contest, which is we're posting July 6th, Tuesday. 10 hot dogs, 10, ve- excuse me, 10 vegan hot dogs, all you can eat. And yes, it is the second annual Ted Jones World Vegan Hot Dog Eating Contest. So I guarantee you that that was an absolute blast. So guys, I'm going to hit... Uh, my DMs here on Instagram because somebody got in. Oh, we just actually got another DM as I'm looking for um, 
the prior DM, somebody says, Hey, we're trying to contact you. If you're looking for a risk-free side hustle that can make you money fast, this is the opportunity for you. Okay. You have one follower and zero posts and you're not following anyone. That sounds like a scam, but we also do have a, another DM that I wanted to address. It says, who do you think is going to win Wimbledon? If you guys listened to the last episode with Giulio Gallerati, we went super in-depth. So I just posted that. And this DM was sent before we posted that episode. So I guess we'll talk about it. We'll touch base on it. So in terms of winning Wimbledon on the men's side, as much as I would like to say Roger Federer, just so he can continue being great, I don't know. I think I, I, think I got to go with Novak Djokovic, guys. Djokovic dominating the game the last four to five years. And if he continues his pace, he's going to win the calendar year Grand Slam. Calendar year Grand Slam, guys, means when you win Australian Open, which is in January, the French Open, which is in May, Wimbledon, which is in June, the like beginning of July, which is like right now, and then U.S. Open, which is coming the end of August, early September. Can Novak win all four Grand Slams in a calendar year? Yes. And if he does do that, he's going to have the most Grand Slams out of anyone, more than Rafael Nadal and more than Roger Federer. So he could be considered the greatest player of all time, which I don't want to happen. I love Novak Djokovic, but like Federer, I talked about it like last episode with Julio. Federer is just so pure. He has such a good game. I don't want anyone to have more Grand Slam titles than him. It's just not fair. He's so smooth, such a good, good character for the game. And I'm going to be very disappointed once he's done, probably within like the next year or two. But I don't know. I've, I would have said two years ago that I would have thought that Federer was going to retire around this time, but he hasn't. He's slowly playing less tournaments, so his rankings dropped to like seven or eight in the world. But Federer's been top 10 for like the past 15 years, and I'll be very disappointed to see him go. So hopefully he'll keep playing for a number of years. But this Wimbledon, I've got Novak Djokovic. And on the... On the women's side, so this isn't that specific of a DM. It just says, who do you think is going to win Wimbledon? So I'll talk about who I think is going to win on the women's side. I take Ashley Barty, number one seed. So I'm picking the, <laughs> the, the two number one seeds in this Wimbledon tournament, which maybe isn't that telling. You know, it's pretty easy to just say that the both of the number one seeds are going to win. But I really feel like... That's what's going to happen here, guys. So here it was, as it was, Ted Jones World Podcast. Just Ted Jones here on the couch. I'm about to start my 4th of July weekend. Don't have many parties planned, but like it's been hard for me to adjust from quarantine to now people expecting others to go out and like party. You know, I'm not sure how you guys feel about that, but like my adjustment is not coming as fast as others or other people that I've talked to that I've spoken with are getting right back into the mix, going to 4th of July parties this weekend, but we'll see. I'm excited for this vlog that I'm doing with Amanda Goldberg, owner of Goldberg's Bagels. And if you guys haven't had a Goldberg's Bagel, check out my Instagram. I follow them on Instagram. It's like um, famous Goldberg's Bagels. I'll actually check that out 
for you guys right here so you can take a look at um their instagram but they do have the best bagels in the entire world so it's the original goldbergs is their uh username and the name of the actual bagel spot is goldbergs famous bagels they just have so many amazing looking bagels here i myself being vegan i'm gonna have a classic vegan delight sandwich at the uh at the bagel place when i get there rate us five stars give a little like on the podcast if you're watching on youtube and subscribe to the channel but until next time ted jones world podcast thanks for tuning in guys Goodbye.